So um, this podcast isn't going to be anything extreme. Um, I'm really just going to pick up from the last conversation I had because I've had an experience since then, right? And I've had quite the experiences um, up to this point. I still haven't told you all what I've done, but we'll get there. Um, I was listening back and this will probably be short, but I was explaining essentially how guys operate, right? <laughs> when they're out and about. And uh, it's funny, I haven't talked to my audio mixer about it, but I'm sure he'll call me Joseph. He'll call me to tell me, like, <laughs> that part was hilarious. Um, but I was thinking, like, how do guys, you know, <laughs> operate? And how do girls operate, right? Um, girls, you know, they dress up, they look good. But they don't know they look good until you've approached, right? It's not enough for the eyes. Like, whose attention will I catch, right? And I'm like, man, for sure, some. I've made eye contact with people, like, multiple times and never approached them, right? With multiple eye contact, you know? And I wonder, like, what does that mean, right? To me, it means something. But does it mean something to the girl, right? But, again, this goes back to the thoughts we were having, um, and then of course the joke, you know, the guys think with their dick first, then their head, who's he fucking, who they're fucking, right? I did it the other day. Wasn't even at the club. I was just thinking like, is this chick fucking, um, you never know. You never know. Um, but it's not the end all be all. It's not like we're picky about it. I mean, we're slutty, right? Um, <laughs> we were having locker room talk. Um, before I did all this, a uh, really good friend, and we were just discussing, like, I mean, like, have you had a virgin? And I was like, what the fuck's a virgin? <laughs> right? I, uh, and he was like, I'm joking, I know what a virgin is. But he was like, you know, the girls that bleed. I'm like, I mean, no, that, that's their period, bro. I'm playing stupid with him, obviously. <laughs> You know, like, just say it doesn't fucking matter, right? Um, so, that's how I go about life. That's how we go about life, you know, as guys. But um, I really want to discuss with you all um, the D&D experience I've had last night, right? Two different drunk experiences. One in the club, one playing D&D. Um, yes, I am a D&D fan. Very recent, actually. I've only played... Now, two games, one Skyrim, the other is the Devil's um, Keep. I think that's what it's called, Demons and Angels. Maybe some that play it can correct me on it. Um, weird. Um, it was brought up while I was working, and we were discussing, like, you know, D&D, and I was just letting you know. Um, actually, you know, after playing it for... I would say about five, maybe six weeks. Um, I found it very beneficial for my writing. I found it very beneficial toward my podcast. And I found it very beneficial toward my overall creativity. Because my mind had been developing. Um, I had been thinking on the spot to create and to react to scenarios. So critically and analytically, I have been thinking about the game. And I've had to speak it out rather than write it out. And that's been one of my weak points, right, in life is writing. Not writing, speaking. Yeah, sure, I can write. 
But what about speaking out what I write or speaking out what I think, right? I'm more comfortable uh, writing than speaking, sorry. A lot of switching back and forth. I want to make sure I get it right, right? So I stopped, slowed down, and thought about it a little bit. Um, but this brings it back, right? I want to bring these two episodes together. And so that has laid over into my social life. Uh, speaking to a girl, if she asks me questions, I can be funny now, right? I don't have to wait to text some jokes. I can be funny here. Like, what are you out here for? To have some fun or the fuck, right? <laughs> they both mean the same thing. Um, and when you see some guys is all in on, you know, I can I can joke about it. I can cap on them, you know. Uh, let's let you know. But um, I don't ever intrude on a female space. Um, hopefully, I told you guys that last time. Um, I can wait. I'm patient. You never know what I learned. You never know what a female's going through. She has her own plans, her own intentions. So, guys, you have to be careful not to intrude on their plans, right? They'll come to you if they really want to. And at times, they probably won't. Um, They'll give mixed signals. At times, they probably won't. And they will expect you to understand those mixed signals, those non-signals, and those codes. Sorry about that. That was my plastic water bottle. All right? And we are expected to keep up with that. Sounds crazy, right? Sounds crazy. But it's true. <laughs> and I tell all my girlfriends that, oh man, I really sound like a man whore. My girls that are friends, I tell them that we guys are clueless. All right, we're only thinking about one thing sex. All right, and if we haven't jacked off yet, because you've contacted us too early, or too late in the evening, or too late in the afternoon, or too early in the afternoon, well, you got a deal. All right, with stupidity. Sucks, all right? There's my shot to the world again, guys. All right? There's our shots. Will we get laid more? I don't know. I don't know. Probably not. This will most definitely put a nail in the coffin, right? Or it'll be a blessing. We roll the die. That's what you do in D&D. You roll the die. And we roll the die in real life. It's nothing different. I've learned that, all right? It's a practice. And not only that. You can have fun with your imagination, right? You're going to have so much fun in reality with your imagination. Your control can only go so far, right? Because you're affecting other people. Realistically. Not unrealistically. And so I find that fun that I could control a world. Imaginative. A world that is imaginative. Right? Among other people, we bring our ideas, right? It's hilarious. We talk about our beard. We talk about the clothes we wear. Right, we can dress up one time. Halloween's coming up. No one's gonna judge. Dress as a fucking Viking. My character's a Viking in the D and D. Right, um, I can't wait for Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Um, I still need to tell you about my favorite character and why. Right, but that's gonna lead me into telling you things a little bit more about myself. So I wait, tease it just a little bit. Um, but anyway, let's go back to the clothes. Give you more details, right? Because I give you. A, broad generalization of what happened but not truly what went down (laughs) and i still want just bits and bits of pieces that i connect um and we went out right we enjoyed ourselves it was fun it was different um it was the first time i went out a little bit confident a little bit more into myself right i want to show off things about myself right i've gotten new tattoos since the last time we spoke on my chest, actually, a poem, but the art piece itself by my friend Elise. 
right? So I've not teased you too long, right? I brought something up and I've told you a little bit more about it, right? And so my tattoos can flare out, right? More so than the next guy. I now have something that I've always wanted. That I've always wanted one done. And people are noticing and saying, hey, this is cool. And that's confidence, not just for me, but for my artwork, right? Because they don't know, but I have a book with the same cover on it in a little different art form. I love the fingers, man. Thank you. They're really close to my neck, right? What does that mean? <laughs> Nothing ominous, right? No, but it tells a message. It speaks about me, right? You'd have to ask to know. And even then, I think you won't understand. But it can be understood, right? So they don't know it, but I know it. This mark is very important to me. So when I interact with people and they see it, I want them to see it, right? I got these things so that people can see. You know, if I could, it'd be exposed all the time. There's times to cover up though, right? There's graduation. There's subtlety, I should say. We'll say subtlety. Graduation can be used in this, but we'll wait on that term. We'll just say graduation for school shit. Alright, there's a way to be subtle, there's a time to be exposed, alright? There's a time to fuck and there's a time not to fuck. Guys don't know that time, and when we do know that time, we still ignore it because we will die fucking, alright? Um, truly, we would. And what does that mean, Roger? What, what does that mean you would die fucking? Well, I promise I'd take you back to the story and I haven't taken you back yet, but now I have, right? What does Roderick dying fucking have to do with it? You ever seen a situation in a club where you know? I hope I'm not fearing you all. Last time I told you clubs are awesome, but there are those things, right? That happens. And of course these things happen. Um, went to the club and you see one chick. And you see guys that are a little bit intrusive, like I said last time. Grabbing and holding. What do you do? I don't usually step in if I don't know a situation. Because women have their own thoughts. They have their own plans and when you're at the club you have to be smart right you have to be street smart um you don't know the next person is thinking you don't know what the next group is thinking or doing right so you just hold your ground you have your fun you talk you see how their personality is i've never had a woman walk up to me themselves and ask for my number right I've also never interacted with a woman publicly and have a friend pull on her and step up to my space. Of course, he's not going to do shit, so I'm not worried about it, right? And, and the, at the same time in the club, as much as I'm worried about somebody else I don't know, right? Females. I love them. I do all of them. No matter even the bad ones, right? So, you coming up to my space. I'm now... She's out of my picture. She's out of my frame. You're on my frame. I'm going to shake your hand. I'm going to ask who you are. I'm going to tell you who I am. My chest is going to be pumped up. My face is going to be in yours. I'm going to look at you. You're going to look at me. I'm going to look around, make sure I'm not surrounded, right? That's what guys do, right? If you're alert, if you're on alert. I'm not drunk. I've tasted some good alcohol, but I'm not drunk. All right? My senses are about me. I'm not wobbling. All right? I don't know mixed martial arts, but I know I grab your wrist and then proceed to throw my elbow at you. Because at least I know there's control there. All right? I've played football. I can control body pretty well. Unless you're two, three hundred pounds, then I might have to hit you and run because I'm not afraid of being a coward. All right. I ran track as well. So running is in my capabilities. All right. For sure. My car is not too far from here. I would definitely get there faster than you will get to me. 
And so these are the thoughts that go through my head. Thousands of them, right? But I'm not frozen, right? I'm not thinking about what to do next. I'm speaking. I'm acting on it, right? So I'm doing it. It's fun. It's fun. But it's a game, right? You don't want to offend someone too much. You don't know what he has, right? Yes, all right, physically you're bigger. Does that matter nowadays? Who knows? We'll find out, right? Does a fight ensue? No. I'm only watching. I'm only stepping space. Guys are very thirsty. So a second guy comes up. Okay. These guys are thirsty. They are jealous. And I, you may think, Roger, you don't look that good. I don't, personally. I think I'm like a seven or an eight, right? Is that too high? Like a six. You know, the tattoos added plus two. That's <laughs> why so I told Elise the other night. Tattoos added plus two to my sex appeal. Um, you know when someone's jealous, right? You know when someone's looking at you and you're like, fuck this, I don't want to hang out with them. This guy's here. Yeah, I know, right? I'm hanging out in the backseat, but I'm here. All right. So now I'm giving you details of how I know these things. All right. This is only one experience. Right? I can talk about my high school experience as well. This is one. I can talk about the many experiences I've had in the club. I might. Just a little. All right. So when someone sees you like that, you know there's competition. And let me say, there's different competition in different areas of Houston, right? When you go out into the nightlife. I wonder, will I experience that in other countries? Because y'all know I'm leaving, right? I recently got accepted into a program that will send me overseas to learn. Of course, we have a pandemic going on, so time will tell whether or not I'll be able to fulfill those obligations. Time will tell if I'll do it in a timely manner. I still need to find a photo of my diploma. I used to have one available. Hopefully, I can find one. Will I have to go to Facebook for it? I hope not. I deleted a lot of things off of Facebook. I got tired of them. I was upset, remember? So hopefully this doesn't come and bite me in the ass. I always did say, what do I need a diploma for? I got the fucking degree, right? I got my fucking transcript. But these are the things we deal with. Hilarious. Anyway, um, this was the club scene, right? This was what I was dealing with, right? I mean, in total, there were like three guys, right? All trying to make their mark, all trying to get a job. And, and here's the thing. Guys are so rude, right? Hey, I heard you're throwing a party after this. What's your address? Oh, you're giving me a fake address. Good. Give him a fake address. Give him a fake number. If he calls in front, give him another one until he gets the picture. But you're not obligated to give us anything, right? We could be dick horny, drunk, and you can be dick horny and drunk. But if you don't want to fuck us, then don't fuck us. All right? Definitely don't give a stranger your address. Like, what the fuck? All right, guys, so fucking jealous of that shit, right? That's what I want to know. Why are guys so jealous, so bent up, so side? If a bitch don't want you, a bitch don't want you. I'm sorry, girls. That's just the language we use and to talk about in general, right? Come up with a word to call niggas, all right? Black people say niggas about niggas. We call bitches niggas now, so it's crazy. And niggas, bitches. So it goes vice versa, you know? We don't want to offend nobody out here, right? So we just share the word. I'm not giving you the word. I'm not giving you permission to share nigga. Personally, I don't think anybody should say nigga. I say nigga because I was raised saying nigga. And I'm black, so fuck you. Um, you know, I'm not going to fight anybody over it. I might, depending on how you usually say it towards me. But I'll let you know, like, you know, don't fucking call me a nigga <laughs> in front of my face around my friends. Because then we, have, we will have to fight because everybody's going to look at me. And I have a reputation and image to hold to beat ass when niggas call me niggas. All right? I ain't had it done in a while, but we'll see where it goes. Hopefully you don't have a lot of niggas with you. And if you do, my niggas will rise up for the occasion. Yes. And so that's my stance on that. 
right. So what? We put we put laws and rules and bricks around all types of words. It's not just nigga. Right? Shit. I'm walking to school, these Hispanics, kids. Alright, we're doing what we were doing, right? It it happens. It's us. It's who we are. What do you do with that? You know? We say vulgar things toward each other. Right? Growing up it was playful. Adultish now, it's harmful. The people that have gotten hit have learned to use it well. Don't mess with them. They've been harboring a lot of energy, a lot of animosity, a lot of vigor, a lot of competition towards you. They will defend themselves. It's fair. It's fair. Bullying sucks. It does. I was a bully. I was bullied. All right. It happens. But I got strong. Right? I love sports for that. So it's always conflicting, right? It's conflicting when growing up and you finally have a kid. I don't have a kid, but I see the conversation twice now. Should your child play sport and what sport and why? And you can only act from your own experiences, right? And I notice a guy is always, you must defend yourself and you will. That's, and others around you is the key. You want to give your offspring the tools to survive, which is important, right? Because you're going to suffer. But you don't want that suffering to defeat you. <sighs> you want to give them the safest experience they can have. I understand that. I respect that. I do. I'm not a parent, so I don't know. But I've taught kids, so I understand. I try to give them the tools appropriately for their age and for their manner so that they could survive in reality, you know, along with teaching them social studies history, right? Texas history currently, world history eventually. Right? These are important things for us. These are exceptional things for us. Not too many people can stride. Right. And keep going with that same stride. Things affect us. Injuries affect us. All right. But we must not be able to impede others because of our shortcomings. Right. Yeah. You know, you're five two, you're five nine. And maybe that's why the girl doesn't want you. I'm five eleven and a half, bitch. But when I'm in shoes, I could be six one. You got a deal. Right. They're not going to notice at that point. They're not the ones fucking guiding my age. They just know when they look up to me, they have to look up to me. And when they look at you, they got to look sort of down and at you, you know. But I have my judgments, right? I have my judgments. We all do. They're probably judging me. Fuck's tattoos not even filled in. It looks like a pencil. Ugh. You know, what everybody has tattoos nowadays. It's normal. Um. I plan on getting my chest decorated to the extent of something similar to a Yakuza, right? But that, don't know how many years it would take, but we're gonna take our time because though I have many, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I don't know how to count the individual letters, but I count them individually. So definitely in the double digits now. So that's how it is. The legs are next, and then the shoulders. <sighs> Amazing. Um, and then fill-ins, and then shading. And then maybe two other pieces, all right? Because I don't want to just have pieces. I want to have background. That's my thing, right? That's my thing. I love shading. You know, um, if you're wondering why I told you all about the scripted content twice, because I came across, you know, explanations of why people and how people should do podcasts right 
and script that came up and for art pieces like that too don't just draw the image draw a background with it y'all draw what y'all want all right do what you want how you want that's comfortable everything else will fall in place um i really truly mean that um, nobody can tell you the instructions to life they can only tell you the instructions to science okay and of course every art is a science and so there's a particular case to it but if you've seen someone do it one time it's repeatable right so if you've seen somebody not do a podcast scripted and just speak their mind then we know that it's repeatable right and we know that good can come of it you know as much as the bad <laughs> it depends on your message all right i do think that there's space for both i do too i do believe that and i do think that um my apologies everyone about my voice i recently literally hopped out of bed um D, D took so much out of me but um not as much as saturday night did right um, as you all can see it's affected me in many ways all right and i've given you a piece of myself through each experience right and i can tell you how the night ended um something to think about something to think about um not well my dick did not get wet right it did not far from it actually um in the last podcast that's not released i was texting during it because the conversation was good and i was excited and i was happy and i was telling her she asked me did you bang that girl and i was like i didn't bang anyone right it's a good thing look i know when to use names right and i know when not to right keep it ambiguous keep it mysterious you'll see me again right I'm always seen again. I'm always around, just not around at the same time. I'm really good at blending in, right? I can look trashy and I can dress up and be in the middle. Just depends how I feel. Honestly, if it was up to me, I'd be in a club in house shoes, sweats, and a t-shirt. My friends tell me not to, but I also know they wouldn't let me in. But, so, you know, I do it for them more so. But I also do it for myself because I can say no, right? Um, after the club, I... Um, was so tired, so hungover. I didn't want to do anything. I was supposed to see some other friends, but I was like, eh, I don't want to go. And I know that's mean. I didn't answer. I was asleep, and I went back to sleep after I saw the phone call. I didn't really start moving until around 7 or 8. And, yeah. Believe it or not, I was waiting on a message, right? I sounded so cold-hearted, like I just had things. No, I was waiting on a message. And usually when you're waiting on a specific message, you don't really move throughout the fucking day, right? You're enjoying your time, right? So however may that may be, um, however lame that may be is what I was trying to say. But it's the truth, right, for me. Um, some people can keep you waiting a long time, and that's fair. I do it all the time, right? <laughs> Uh, so I don't ever feel bad about it like I used to, but I just tell people like I feel bad. I'm like, man, y'all do this shit to me all the time. Like I'm not really tripping. Like vice versa. Like it happens. Like people ignore people. Right? Um, yeah, you just do. No need to get upset about it. Um, which goes back to the thing I was talking about in the club. Don't get upset, right? Because things happen. What the fuck does it matter? All right. Some things are out of your control. Someone liking you, it's out of your control. Someone wanting to suck your dick, it's out of your control. All right. We forcing shit on people. You don't have to say no. I, I, I can't like, you know, it's like when you have a law that says slavery should be banished or abolished 
except by prison system, right? Um, that's the Constitution, y'all. Um, so the Bill of Rights, actually. And a guy goes and does the same thing, right? But with no. Why the fuck do we have to explain no means no, right? Why the fuck do we have to explain no slavery means no slavery, right? Why we have to explain that? We have to say no means no. Like, guys, you keep your dick in your pants and hands to yourself. Same thing with you females. Keep your vagina tucked in and hands to yourself. Is that a phrase? I don't know. Dick in your pants is more appropriate. So, and I'm sure girls use that too to each other. I learned girls say things guys say because we say some cool ass shit and some raunchy ass shit. All right, we get it from somewhere, right? We get it from somewhere as well. Whole experiences, truly interesting. Regardless, right? Keep your shit to yourself. Somebody is like, no doesn't just mean no, right? As an artist, I also know no means if she doesn't respond or she doesn't look at you or her responses are short or she goes to someone else. It probably means no, right? Probably. Again, girls are weird. I've seen girls pull guys with an anticipation to possibly see a fight or an argument. So, pr promise you, I don't fight over anybody. I promise you. I, I've done that in my experience, and I've learned there's no positives to that, right? There's no joy to that for me. Um, I'd rather not, right? Now, fighting for someone is different, right? Fighting for someone is different. Don't get it twisted. If you're with me, I'm fighting for you, right? And you've been with me. I'm fighting for you. If you're confused, I don't know. It's some good water. You woke up dehydrated. Um, alcohol will cause that to happen if you don't know. And I only really had two cups of like some honey mead and pina colada. I like coconut and pineapple, just flavors in general. I've learned that, but it's weird. It's like that Akai drink, right? Sometimes coconut can be weird and pineapple too. I've never had like a pineapple drink, fully a pineapple drink. I don't know if I would like it. I might, I would try it. But anyway, you gotta learn to take no, man. Yeah, gotta learn to keep your hands to yourself. Gotta learn to take an L. So many people out here not wanting to take an L, right? And I feel like that would make a good podcast, right? That's why I'm doing it. Um, how does D&D fall into this? Well, I told you it's built my confidence up, right? No, I didn't tell them that. But I can look at them with a condescending look and like, hey, man, you want to buck up? We can buck up. I stare at your ass all fucking night, bro. What's it? You know? Um, I like that. I like feeling powerful. You don't get those feelings too often, right? <laughs> In school, you might have been cool, equal. You know, but like as an adult, it's like shit. Who's got their shit together, right? You still look like you're in college, and I'm just like, dude. I mean, dark skin, bronze. Yeah, that's how I said fucking bronze, full ass beard. I know what these bitches like. Come on now, in shape, just a little bit. I've been fighting. I'm like in between now. I'm like, all right, bro, you better keep it up. You know, looking like one of your friends. That's slug. I'm kidding. I love you. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> um, don't use your friends as props, guys. It's not funny. But again, I know when to give names and when not to give names, right? So it's okay, right? Um, you learn that in D and D, right? Because there's situations in which you're like, ah, oh, shit, I gave my homeboy's name up, and I'm like, ah, oh, man, you tricked me. 
oh, that's right, I did, you know, and you just move about the day, right? These things happen, so you got to be more clever than the next guy. And at times, you're a guinea pig for the others. You're a sacrificial lamb of what not to do, and so you've lost your life, and you must restart, possibly with a new character. Interesting, right? Interesting. A little bit of a setback, but not too much of a setback. Um, also, I apologize if you may hear different audio sounds or levels as I move around. I'm literally walking around my apartment as I speak to you all. Um, as if I'm talking on the phone and no one's there to ask me questions or interrupt my speech. That's the benefit of having a broadcast, right? See the benefit of not talking with someone, but it's not all powerful, right? Because you're sad, right? It's not live either. So you don't get any responses to look at. And I'm glad that I'm doing this. D&D has taught me to take a step, take a moment, sit, enjoy the story, listen, watch. Let them tell the tale. You go along with the flow, right? I can do that. I can create the mood. I can let them enjoy themselves. Let them fill it out because I've filled out the story before. Let them get used to it. See how you're going to be, right? I was a fitting Viking character trying to get into the world of Skyrim. I really enjoyed it. It was different. Barbaric. And so I haven't described my clothing yet because I haven't thought, but it's probably, probably going to be someone referencing Bjorn from the Vikings. So now I'm telling you how D&D affects Vikings, or Vikings affects D&D, actually. And me. So, I said me, not mead. Last night I was saying a lot of mead. I'm sure it's getting annoying, but my character was mead. That's what Vikings do. <laughs> That's what they do, right? What they've been portrayed to do. In any iteration, I was like, yo, dude, like, everybody looking at that like, dude, we drunk fucking water. We understood that water we needed, right? Like, the fuck's wrong with y'all? <laughs> we drunk juice, right? And other shit. Um, anyway, we humans are weird. I know we do hyperboles, but that's what makes it funny and annoying at the same time. Knowing when to go, how far and when to stop is very important, right? Even when telling a joke or telling a tale or giving a message, right? Everybody's not going to sit there all day unless they really like you, right? And even then they're confused. So, you know, knowing when to stop is important. But anyway, where was I going with this? D&D, Vikings, Bjorn, my favorite character, right? One of them. I like Harold as well. And Ragnar, of course. But Bjorn is a traveler. He's a seeker. He's a pioneer, right? He got a map one time. They raided France, and it took his mind to places he never dreamed of going, right? But now that map, that map has expanded him, and he found out that map was a smaller version, of what the world had to give him. So he was able to see a bigger map. Of that bigger map, he needed to make choices, right? Can he act the way he wants to act? No, and just rape and pillage along the way. He must speak. He must change his tone. He's not the biggest in the room. He's not the biggest in the world, but he's Bjorn Ironside. Pretty fucking intimidating being, right? His legend is known throughout. Well, fuck with Bjorn Ironside, right? He's a threat, but he can be an ally. He's of his father's kin. Ragnar. Ragnar. Lothbrok. As they say. And so that's a cool story, right? I don't want to be anything like Bjorn, 
rape and pillage and all that shit. Destroying homes and picking up women's and Muslim altars. <laughs> Silly show. Silly show. Probably accurate. Um, but when it comes to war, you know, you know, war is an ugly thing. We don't want to talk about the indecencies and the criminal acts that goes on during war, right? You have criminal acts in war, yes. War babies, essentially, gets created. It's one of them. And things like that. Innocent killing. Things like that. Prisoner killings. Things like that. Right? We don't like to hear about them, but we see them in movies. We know they go down, right? But we don't like to equate that to our own. It happens with our own as well. They're done by our own as well. It's okay. All right? It's okay to have that conversation. Um... That idea of traveling, that idea of going places I love. Across the seas, I told you all, the ocean is the new sea. If I haven't, now I have. Um, it's the new sea. I can't wait to explore it. I can't wait. You're right? For us to explore it, not me personally, but us. As a human race, I feel like it would be amazing. I'm waiting for it. In my hope of anticipation, we'll get there. Right? I won't be around to see it, but I hope I'm around to experience it. <laughs> That's what I hope. Um, before or after this, right? That's how I feel. Um, it's a pretty good thought and feeling to have, I think. It's positive. Um, Bjorn resembles that character, right? Wanting more to achieve more, but he has glory for his name, glory for his hero, his father, right? So these are things that Bjorn carry. That a man should carry, right? Forever and ever as he goes forward. I think that's important. That's a very good thing to have. Very good traits to have. You don't know what you're going to pioneer. They thought he was foolish. They're always foolish. Even though his dad had conquered new lands and did new things. You know, they looked at him like, yo, dude, this is crazy. Maybe crazy is what works sometimes, right? I don't know. Is that what we find interesting? It could be just a little bit. Could be just a little bit. But now we've talked about Vikings, my favorite character, right? Of course, he has the fur coats. He's walking tall. I seen the guy outside the costume and I was like, oh, it's not that big. <laughs> or without the fur coat. Fur coats actually add a lot of like intimidation features. So I'm definitely going to have one, right? Probably get one out of, a, um, you know, something I kill and go back to the shop and, you know, ask a tailor to say, hey, um, can you make a fur coat out of this, you know, carcass? All right, cool. And I think I'm going to have the coat, like, small at first and have it be crafted into something nice and add on to it. And it can have all the things that I've destroyed because letting people know when I come into the village is important. As a barbarian, I want them to see all that I have done, essentially. And that's how I feel going into the club as well. I want them to feel all that I have done in life, right? Peak interest, peak questions, right? Are you as basic as everyone here or are you something more? Truly, I think everyone's unique. Truly, I do. And yet at the same time, I feel you can be stuck in consistency and comfortability, right? You can even be stuck in fun. And that's not always a good thing. All right, you don't want to get stuck in fun. At some point that ends, at some point. But 
you can always have it. You don't want to dull it out. Can you dull it out? I wonder. I don't know. If you can get stuck in it, I'm going to say no. It's just dependent on the individual. You know, I never want to pull up to the club and look like, hey, man, you are really stuck in the times. You look like you're in the wrong era, right? Khaki shorts, striped tort tees, wristwatch, colorful pants. I mean, a fucking college kid. Fuck's gonna find that attractive. I wonder. In an adult club. I don't know. Don't cap on strangers, Roderick. That's mean. Cap on styles. To me. It's guy talk. It's locker room talk, right? If we were gonna fight about it, we would have fought about it. <laughs> we didn't fight about it. But um when I made this podcast, that was essentially it. That was all I wanted to speak on. Um it's pretty fun, right? Harold will make another appearance, so I won't talk about why I like him just yet. We're gonna wait. He's a complicated character. Which is where most of my enjoyment comes from. Um, I'm not sure if he was like the new Rolo. Rolo is all made peace with his sins, bro. My man is tapping ass, got kids, and chilling. And like most men, he comes back, wife hits him, and he stands there. It's a joke. It's a joke. All right. It's a joke. A topic for another day as well, too. One day. How do you think about that? Men abuse, right? It happens, right? It happens. Male harassment at work, it happens. Whoa. Women wouldn't like that, right? It's crazy. It happens. I don't say shit, but it happens. Getting judged on what we wear as men, that happens, right? Whether or not it's professional or not. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It's a thought. Um, I think it talked about as much. I'm not saying it happens as fiercely as awesomely. It definitely happens. And so we'll talk about it, right? Got to get the other side of things. Got to joke about the other side of things. Got to have that locker room conversation. Most me, most people have probably experienced it. They just don't care to acknowledge it, right? You know, especially if you go to the club. Like, it's like, goddamn, dude, like. Which I was a female, bro. I'd be boxing with some of y'all niggas. <laughs> All right, that's what I'd be thinking. Like, God damn, nigga, did you just put your hands the fuck on me? I was like, damn, at least. Like, I was like, look, I'm here to stand next to me. It's all good. Nobody gonna come past this fucking shoulder, right? And there's some bigger guys, of course, you know. Yeah, they take me out, but most people are not trying to do that, man. Most people are respectful, bro. Like, 99% pretty, pretty fucking respectable, but. Like, when you're moving around, it's when you move around, people start being rude as fuck, to be honest. You don't want to move. They want to do this. They don't want to look at you, you know. Uh, <laughs> like, it was real nice. It's a, a Hispanic girl. Hopefully I'm saying that right. I'll say Latin girl. I like to say Latin. That way it just includes everything. Um, she asked her friend to move for me. She didn't want to, but I didn't want her to ask her to move, you know. But eventually she moved, and I was like, oh, that was cool. I'm at, I'm fine with waiting. I promise you I'm patient. The night is young for me, and the days are young for me. All right? So you don't have to move. You can stand there. I'm going to stand there with you. I'm going to blend the fuck in. Be peaceful. Be mindful. You know? I may talk to you. I may not. If I don't want to talk to you, I'm not going to look at you. If I look at you, I may think about talking about you. If I get farther than that, I'll talk to you. <laughs> you know, that's how I feel, you know. Um, 
the vibe was chill. There was dancing, but it was music I couldn't dance to, which is fine. I mean, I'm not mad at it. I just have to learn to dance, right? So seems easier said than done. I have no rhythm, but I go out and enjoy myself. Truly, I do. I mean, some people think I don't enjoy myself when I'm sitting there not smiling and just bored on my face. No, I enjoy the experience in a different way. It's boring, but I may enjoy it in a different way. Uh, when I don't laugh, I'll say that's funny. Um, that's a good joke because I understand the joke. But I didn't laugh because it just didn't bring laughter out. But I think it's probably funny. <laughs> you know, I can see why it would be funny to you or someone else kind of thing. That used to be a complaint I get. Oh, Broderick, you always say it's funny, but you never laugh. I mean, you know, I have to laugh if it's funny. It brought me some joy. I just didn't laugh about it. Don't get it wrong. I love to laugh. I laugh all the time. Um, especially comedy when I'm just sitting down watching. I love that shit. You guys heard me laugh. I don't have to tell you that. You heard me laugh. Um, but yeah, so um, that's pretty much it, y'all. I don't have any more to give you. I don't have anything else to say at this moment. Uh, thank you for coming out. Thank you for enjoying the time. Did you like it? Did you enjoy it? Let me know. Um, these will be coming to YouTube soon, right? I'm sure those that have searched have found nothing. And those that have searched for those that have searched for the website have found nothing. And hopefully soon you will find something. Hey everyone, I'd like to thank you for coming out and listening. Special shout outs to Vante for producing the background music. And special shout out to Joseph for being the audio mixer. Um, if you'd like to know more or find more, then visit my new website, Broderick Lacey Hudson, or find me on Instagram as The Faithful Idiot, or Spotify as The Faithful Idiot, or YouTube as The Faithful Idiot. Look at that. So many choices. Decision making, right? Always tied together. But pick one or pick them all, and I'll see you next time. I don't think we did it the way that I feel.